when you open it up, it actually says, the first screen says, welcome, you're about to change your life. <laughs> yeah. And this gives you a little bit of an insight into the mindset behind the Every Dollar app. Welcome to Getting Money Right, a show dedicated to helping you achieve financial freedom through education and inspiration, so you can be free to pursue your true life's purpose. We are your hosts, Leo Sabo and David Thompson, and on this episode, we continue our reviewing of different apps uh, for your budgeting purposes. We uh, looked at several. Last week, we talked about YNAP. This week, we're going to talk about Every Dollar from Ramsey Solutions. This is Dave Ramsey's app. It's actually a really nice app. We're going to talk through some of the pros and cons and see if it'll follow along with the four foundational principles of a budget that we think need to be part of a budget if you're going to successfully manage your money. That's right. So let's just quickly review those four principles. One is to assign every dollar. Now, this is kind of funny because the app is named every dollar, right? So <laughs> yep. I think it's going to probably hit that one. We'll see so. when we get there, but but I have a feeling. Uh, so one, you need to assign every dollar ahead of time. And that means you're creating a zero-based budget. You're spending every dollar that comes in on purpose. Right. So assign every dollar. Two is to arrange every expense into categories, seven to nine main categories plus subcategories, make it where you can easily arrange, then allocate it evenly. That means that your surpluses and your deficits roll over month to month. You don't spend everything in clothing, great. You have extra the next month to spend in clothing. That's something that physical envelopes do a great job of. You put mm -hmm. $100 of cash into the envelope, the next month you have that 100 plus another 100 or whatever the numbers are. Right. Uh, then it also helps with future forecasting. So allocating it evenly across multiple months. And then finally adjust as necessary. Tracking expenses mm -hmm. often so that you can ensure long-term success and then making those adjustments to the actual budget month to month if a real shift is needed. So assign every dollar, arrange every expense, allocate it evenly, and adjust as necessary. Those are the four principles. We're going to look at every dollar through that lens and see if it meets those criteria. We're also going to give you a high-level overview, and then we're going to dig into some of the pros and cons as well. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about this earlier that there's no perfect system that it really depends on what you like and what works for you. Yes. So the reason we're doing these shows is to help you to think through some of these different apps that are available, get our perspective, see if they line up with these four principles and then choose whatever works best for you. Uh, it's really not as important what you use. But the fact that you're doing it and you're doing it consistently and that you have a plan that works for you. So hopefully these shows are helpful to help you to narrow down that app and either potentially stick with what you got or maybe switch to something that's better. So looking at every dollar, again, we looked at uh, just an informal survey that David put out that gave us several apps to look at. One of them, of course, was our spreadsheet, Excel. Mm -hmm. It had the highest just number our, of responses. Right, right. It had the not, highest number of responses. So we covered that couple of weeks ago, this last week, we talked about YNAB, and now we're going to look at every dollar. These were the top three. Every dollar and YNAB were kind of neck and neck. We had the yeah. same amount of people respond that they were using it. So that's what we're going to dive into this one today. That's right. So one of the things that I like about every dollar, when you go in, you can sign up for free to access mm -hmm. it, and it'll be available through your phone and through the web. And so when you open it up, 
it actually says the first screen says, welcome, you're about to change your life. <laughs> yeah. And this gives you a little bit of an insight into the mindset behind the every dollar app. There's a lot of strong motivation and motivational language built into every dollar. Right. The heart is to get you motivated to make a change. And it's even the first thing it says, Hey, welcome. Your life is about to change. And I love that. I love that mentality that like, hey, this is a good thing. Fun things are going to happen when you get this part of your, when you get money right, good things happen. Yeah. And what I love about it is that they do focus on prompting you to help you set some goals. Because yes. really the only way you're going to actually achieve financial freedom, financial success, is if you have a target that you're shooting at, that you have a plan and some actions that are going to help you to achieve that plan. So it does talk about paying off debt, saving for retirement, for a home. It really encourages you to take all of those things that you want to do anyway, but put a plan in place so you can get them done. That's right. So the first thing it does after it welcomes you is it prompts you with those goals. It says, hey, and you can click more than one. Are you right. wanting to pay off debt, save for retirement, save for a house, travel, pay for kids' college? Is one of your goals to stop living paycheck to paycheck? Yeah. It gives you these options. So that is actually going to, on the back end, start populating your budget for you, which is pretty helpful. It prompts you to think of things you might not have thought of. Mm -hmm. Then it asks for a little bit more information. Are you married? Do you have kids? Are you a home? owner or a renter? Do you have a car? Do you have pets? Again, it's going to start building out categories for you mm -hmm. and it creates the budget with the main categories that are in most budgets. But then it also, when it asks you these questions, it adds a few more categories for you. It lets you go through and add in your categories as it prompts you with questions. It's simple. It's yeah. easy to use. Yep. I like that. Yep. Um, then you go through and just add your own categories one at a time. You know, do you have a housing category? Great. Have you thought about these five subcategories? And it just lets you enter that in bit by bit. It's a very simple software solution. Good idea to start out that way. Um, so I also loved one other thing. When you type in your debt, it'll give you the opportunity to say how much you're putting towards your debt every month. Mm -hmm. And then later you can go in and add how much debt you have in each of these like credit card accounts, student loans, furniture loans, car loans, whatever it is. But when you type in how much per month that you're spending towards debt, and I put in a sample number of 100 to this, 100 to this, 100 to this, at the end, it was $700. And the next screen says, debt is stealing $700 <laughs> of your income. Yeah. And that language, that motivation, that, that hey, we're going to attack this budget thing together, that, that ideal behind every dollar it's if you if you need that motivation if you i mean everybody needs that motivation if if you like that ethos if you like that feel it will spur you forward now if you are like don't want to be like uh, agitated with with language that is going to push you then it's going to feel a little weird it's going to yeah. rub you a little bit strong well you have to understand that dave ramsey's whole premise and, and desire is to educate. So yeah. that's what he does. He's built that into this and he's attached more resources to this app so that if you want to go deeper, if you want more of their help, if you want to learn more about budgeting and getting out of debt and saving and investing and all of that, he's obviously made that connection because he does that. So I don't find it annoying. I think it's important for people who do have these needs that they know, hey, the same people who made this great app will also help you with other things. So if you want that and you love Dave Ramsey, then this is a very easy link to those things. That's right. So let's just discuss it's it's free, but there are also some premium features that you can pay for. Mm -hmm. And so when you add in the premium features and Leo used the premium side, like as we were testing it, I used the free side as we were testing it to see what it looked like. And the premium side lets you connect to your bank. 
So you can actually see your bank account, what's in that bank account, and it will pull your transactions from your bank account. This is a huge improvement over an Excel sheet because, and we'll talk about this in the pros and cons, but this is a huge benefit because it will automatically pull all of your spending from your bank and you can allocate it into the categories. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit easier than Ashley and I's system of getting a receipt for everything that you purchase and then taking that receipt, putting it in a folder, and then once a month going through and entering all those receipts by hand. That's what we do. It keeps us motivated. It keeps us working together. But this is a simpler way to do it. Um, Also, you can drag and drop those transactions right into the categories which is just helpful. You spend yeah. you know, 50 bucks on groceries at Walmart, it's going to identify it as $50 spent from Walmart and you just drag it into your groceries category and mm-hmm. it says, hey, you started with $500 in groceries this month. Now you have 450 left over. Very helpful. Um, you can check your bank balance from the app. And I think this is cool being in the, if you're, if you're in the Dave Ramsey world, it gives you access to nine video lessons. It gives you access to Financial Peace University, mm. which is Dave Ramsey's teaching, his whole lifelong yeah. you know, motivational seminar of how to manage finances for a lifetime. Yeah. It's about $100 value. Yeah. I've been through Financial Peace University uh, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, and I loved it. And I went through it again like four or five times. Mm-hmm. And I listened to the CDs four or five times. So I probably heard FPU like <laughs> eight times, 10 times, maybe more in my life. Yeah. Um, and so I'll tell you, it's great, great content. Uh, again, it's going to have a certain feel. It's going to be, it's going to be Dave Ramsey. But if you're a part of that, man, you're going to love having these tools and features and you have free access to those videos and that ongoing language. I mean, you're not paying for the education extra, which I think is great cool. because if you normally go through FPU, it's a nine-week commitment. It's two hours per week. It's you having to pay $115, $120 for the kit. So this is already built in. You're paying for the app, the premium, and you're getting that education as a, as a bonus, which I think is great. Yep. So let's look at some of the pros and cons, and we're going to start with the pros. One, that drag to track feature where you just drag in your mm-hmm. expenses. That's a great pro. Very simple, easy to import your expenses. I love how friendly and easy that is to use. Um, again, that's that's one of the reasons that people will switch from the Excel sheet to the every dollar or the YNAB or we haven't gotten to Mint yet. We'll do Mint next week. But that's why you switch to one of these tools. Yeah, I also, I also like the fact that you don't necessarily have to just drag and drop it. For instance, let's say one of your transactions that you've automatically downloaded from your bank has to be split into multiple. You have that option. You can click on the split feature. It'll open up the a window and it'll allow you to choose different amounts so you can take that receipt and break it down into maybe two or three categories. So you still have that. But if it's just one bill you paid and it just belongs into one category, that drag and drop is a really quick way to automatically approve these transactions and put them in the right place. That's right. And each month you'll create a new budget. So let's say it's May today, I'll create the May budget. Then the next month I'll open up the June budget. And when I open it, it will copy over all of my categories from May, Yeah, which is helpful. I mean, Excel does that pretty easily. Most softwares do that pretty easily, but it's a good pro. You want to make sure that you're not having to enter in all of your budget every single month. Yeah. The one kind of a con along with that is that you don't have the yearly perspective. You can't see, you can only see one month at a time, 
But I do like the fact that when I open up the next month, it automatically populates not only the categories that I set in the previous months, but the allocation amount. Mm -hmm. So if I put $600 towards groceries next month, it'll automatically just copy the same thing, right. which takes so much of my work away now. Now, I don't like the idea of creating a new budget every month. This actually helps you not to do that because I don't have to go in and say, okay, now I have to allocate all my income. I've done that the first month. I can just continue to repeat that every month. And when I do make a change, I make it in that month. And then the next month, it's reflected when I start the new month. So I think they solved a problem, which is to make it easy to duplicate your budget, which is what we talk about, allocating evenly, right? Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that each month is the same amount, that you're spreading those costs over a 12-month period. But this helps you to do that. It's just Again, a limited view, but still helps you to accomplish what you need to accomplish. Right. And and when Leo says it's a limited view, you can pull up the May budget and then you can create the June budget, but you are not going to want to create July, August, September, you know, October, November, December, because it, it's not actually going to show you the annual view at any point in time, which yeah. is kind of frustrating. That's a negative. And if you make changes in May to the budget, it won't necessarily reflect those in the December budget. Because they're not all connected, right? you have to reset the budget each month to match what was happening the month before. So there's a little bit of, like in our Excel tool, we created an annual view on purpose, and it's all connected, and it's very visible of where you're going. So you get a little bit more than a one-month view. It's cool that it auto-populates. It's frustrating that you can't see a larger view. Um, all right, now... Uh, I like that it tracks you along the seven baby steps. Mm. If you're a Dave Ramsey fan, this is a cool motivator. Uh, if you're not following the Dave Ramsey plan, if you're not like actively trying to hit the seven baby steps, then this will get kind of annoying mm -hmm. because it's going to show that you're not hitting your goals because right. Dave Ramsey has seven steps for your life built out. Yep. And if you're a fan and you follow those, those steps will work. But if you're just kind of a half motivated person and you don't really want to follow his exact steps, which is okay, it's okay to have your own plan. It's mm -hmm. okay to build your budget sure. based on your life. That's how Ashley and I have done it. And so if it were to kind of remind you ever so often that you're not following those seven steps, that might annoy you a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, I like to achieve things. And when it says, hey, you haven't achieved something, it's making me feel a little weird. So I think that's important. Um, and then one other great feature just of, of most of these tools today that you can uh, do online is that it's accessible from your phone. And that is a huge win. Uh, a lot of people that I know of move from Excel to a YNAB or an EveryDollar for that feature. Mm -hmm. And I agree, it's great. Yeah. I also love that you can easily import your transactions. As soon as you log in, this is an online budget. You also have a phone app, obviously. But when you log in, it automatically signs you up or you log in and sign in. And once you do, it brings up your account and it also imports your transactions. So what's great is I can log in. I can see all the new transactions that have populated and I can begin assigning them to the right categories. Another great feature, I think, is that you can actually track your expenses from credit cards. Now, this is usually kind of a weird thing because Dave Ramsey doesn't like credit cards. So it's interesting to me that they've actually said, look, we don't like it, but if people are going to use credit cards, then let them at least track their expenses. Mm -hmm. So even though they're not a big proponent of using credit cards, they actually allow us to use credit card accounts. So if you're using a credit card for points, for whatever, but you're paying that balance off at the end of the month, then you are, right? You are paying off that balance every month. So if you're doing that, you can use this app. You can incorporate those transactions 
options and it makes it seamless because everything is imported automatically when yep. you log in. So I like that a lot. And let's go back to the namesake of this budgeting app, every dollar. One of the things that it does is at the beginning of the month when you create your budget, if you have not assigned every dollar, if you've mm. not if you have five thousand dollars of income and you've allocated four thousand dollars, it's gonna say you have one thousand dollars left over to allocate and right. it's gonna keep reminding you until you allocate all of that money. And then it says at the top, it says, hey, uh, it kind of celebrates you. It says, this is an every dollar budget. Like mm -hmm. you've arrived, you made it. Yep. It's just that little bit of encouragement and motivation to follow the plan as it should be. And so that obviously goes along with our, our four principles of a budget. And I just think that's a cool little pro yep. with this every dollar app. Another great feature that I really like is that sometimes you have to move money around from one category to another if you choose to do that. What this does is it allows you to do that in a very easy way. There's a little transaction logo. You click on it, it opens up the window and it says, where do you want to take the money from? What's the amount and what category does it go to? And it automatically changes those numbers in the balance of those categories, not in the allocation, which is really important because if you change it in the allocation, then Maybe that's just a one-time change. Now it's going to reflect in the next month if you automatically open up the next month. Remember, it copies what you did last month. So what this does, it allows you to stick to your normal categories that you created in your budget, spreading those evenly. And so when you make that change once in a while where you're transferring money and borrowing from one area to spend in another, it just does that from the balance, not from the actual allocation. I love that because it still allows you to do it, but it doesn't change your budget. Right. And that's really, really great. This is a great nuance in budgeting that, that one of the things we actually found to be difficult with the YNAB software is that if you were to make a change, and this, this happens all the time when you start budgeting, the first yes. three months of budgeting, you're going to allocate $100 for clothing and $400 for groceries, but then you'll find, oh no, I spent 450 in groceries. <laughs> yep. and I didn't spend anything in clothing, so maybe I'm going to pull $50 from clothing. Right and move it over into my groceries just this month. Only for one month, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rob Peter to pay Paul. I'm gonna pull that money from one place to another. Yeah. Well, the next month, it resets back to 100 and 400, which causes you to go back and say, okay, I'm gonna maintain discipline. Last month, I overspent a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna learn to go back to the original plan. Now, if the original plan needs to be tweaked long-term, you can always change it. But I love that it allows you to pull from one category into another. It's very similar to the envelope system in this way. If you had five envelopes and one had $100 in it for clothing and you didn't spend that $100, but you needed an extra $50 for groceries, you may pull from clothing to buy groceries that month. It's okay. You're going to flex and grow. When you've been doing this for two, three, four years, you're going to have learned and figured it out to where you don't have to steal from other categories. But when you're first starting, this allows you to pull from another category and move forward the next month and continue to have that discipline of going back to the original plan. Yeah. So there's one more in the pro category, but it's actually potentially <laughs> also a con. So let's talk about it. So if you want a balance to roll over, which we agree, this is something we definitely want because there's expenses that we average every month. So we want to roll over any negative or positive balances. If you want to do that, you can do that using this. So I love that. That's definitely a pro. The problem is you have to create almost like a saving fund for it. Mm -hmm. And so it is a fund. You create a fund. That's what it gives you the ability to do that. 
So you turn the category into a fund and therefore it will then behave as a fund that allows you to roll over any balances that are positive or negative into the following month. Right. And the most obvious place for this is a savings fund mm -hmm. where every month you say you put in $100 and the next month you want to save another 100 and that first 100 rolls over and it grows. So now yep. you have 200. The next month you have 300. That makes sense. Yep. Where it's confusing is that you have to create a fund for your clothing. You have to create a fund for your, for me, I would do one for haircuts. I know yep. it sounds funny, but we're going to put, let's say 30 bucks a month aside for haircuts, but I'm only going to spend 15 one month and Ashley will use that other 15. She'll let it grow for three, four, five, six months. And then she'll spend a hundred dollars on a haircut. Right. Like we're going to have a fund and an envelope. It's basically an envelope system. Yeah but it's called a fund and it's a little bit confusing and you have to take the time to go set those funds up for everything that will have a, the potential to roll over month to month. In our Excel sheet, it automatically rolls over month to month and it's mm -hmm. a really simple transaction. Here you have to set it up. It's a pro because you can do it. It's a con because you have to know that you need that. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know that off the bat. And it's also an extra step now, some expenses you don't need to make funds. For instance, if your mortgage payment is fourteen hundred, it's going to be fourteen hundred every month. So you don't need to create a fund because technically it's going to go to zero every single right. month. You allocate fourteen hundred, you pay it, it's zero. So that does not need to be a fund. Unfortunately, though, as we look at our budget, probably about ninety percent of our categories and subcategories <laughs> yeah. are they do behave like funds in yep. a way. They are specific categories that roll over or are connected to each month, right? Each one kind of rolls over from month to month. So that's where we think it's kind of a pro because you can do it, but mm -hmm. it's an extra step to do it. And we thought this should have been kind of a no-brainer. You just let that right. roll as a fund. Right. You don't have to create a fund. And I could I understand why they didn't because mm -hmm. their mindset is we're going to help you set goals. And this is one of the things that you can do in a fund is set a goal to say, hey, I want to save $1,000 in the next five months. Well, it's going to track that goal. It's going to tell you you're on your way to the goal or you've met your goal. So I, I like the idea of why they're doing it, but I think it's an extra step that unfortunately it's it's not as easy for most people to understand and it just requires extra work that shouldn't really be there. That's right. So I'm looking at my actual budget right now and the things that I would set up as funds would be gifts because I'm going to have money that grows every month until mm -hmm. December where yeah. then I'm going to buy a bunch of gifts, clothes, haircuts. Uh, we have a little fund for our dog, Tucker. Mm -hmm. uh, every month, you know, we're going to set aside a little bit of cash because oh, eventually yeah. we're going to have to buy food, get him a haircut, um, do shots. Like we don't, it's not, it's not every month, but no. we need to have money being set aside. Medical, we actually have a fund to save for phone replacement, car maintenance, car insurance. That's kind of an obvious fund because you save for about a year and then you pay in bulk usually. Car replacement fund, vacation fund. Um, we had a house savings fund. So there's a lot of them. There's right? a lot of funds. Right? <laughs> like I said, about 90% of everything yeah. we spend on should be a fund. So it so. is a pro because you can do it, but it's a con because you have to do a little extra work to set it up, and not everybody's going to realize that. Yeah. The good thing is you can do it. Yes. You can time. do it. And it's really only setting it up at the beginning and then letting that, that fund to roll over. So it'll yep. be fine. It's not something you have to do every month. I right. like that part. Agreed. Absolutely. So then let's look a little bit at the cons. Uh, one, this is kind of funny, but if you man manually enter uh, an expense, let's say you go to the store and you put it in from your phone because you're on top of things. Mm -hmm. And then later the next day, it automatically pulls from your bank account. 
and you tracked it manually, but then the software automatically tracked it, it's going to say that you spent twice as much. It'll say you spent it twice. And so you have to manually go in and remove one. It's not a huge issue because most of the time you'll probably just rely on your bank account pulling it. But I do believe that there's always going to be a little bit of manual entry because Mm -hmm. sometimes you're going to spend with cash. Sometimes you're going to be somewhere like at the fair where you're spending coupons and tickets and you're not going to be using a credit card. And there's all sorts of different things. So be aware that it's sometimes easy to get tripped up with a double transaction. Yeah. The other thing I don't like is that it doesn't recognize a transaction that it's pulled in before. Uh, Now, I haven't used this app for a long time, so maybe it learns. I have not seen that, though where it's supposed to match. So if I put in a manual transaction for, let's say, I went out to eat and I went to a specific place, and maybe that's some place that I go at least once a month or once every couple of weeks, then it should recognize that when I go to Whataburger, that's eating out. If I'm paying you know, the electric bill, it's a specific company. So it should recognize that. I don't see that. Maybe somebody will chime in and tell us that, no, no, it actually does that. Hopefully it does. I did not see that. What it did is when I put in the manual entry and then downloaded the transactions, it just put that transaction twice. Mm -hmm. So once I already approved it, I would have to remember, oh, no, no, I already manually entered that in. And if I don't, then the potential of me having a wrong balance in my budget is an issue because now I've got two transactions and I won't see it. That's one of the other cons is that the transaction, the way they're laid out, they're just over on the right side of the page and they're just individual transactions. So if I go to track transactions, it just gives me a list of them. And it's not, I mean, I can't really see everything about them. It's a very small space. So I do think that's a big con for me because I like to have that checkbook ledger like I do on my bank statement, on my bank account, and I can see and match my transactions. This doesn't give me the ability to do that. So it's easier for me to have a double transaction and not catch it. Mm, Yeah, that's good. That's really good. And your bank account, if you have the premium, your bank account is connected to the budgeting tool where you can see your bank account, but it's not intuitive to say, okay, here's what's in my bank account. Here's what it's subtracting because I've spent it on a credit card. And then here's my expenses. So my actual balance for the month is, is this. It, it's just not fully intuitive. YNAB does a little bit better job of real-time tracking where you're at. Right. Um, again, it's not the end of the world, but it is a con. It is noticeable. Yeah, I mean, so when I update my budget, when I log in, I download the transactions, then I know what my bank balance is for every account that I have connected to my budget. And I also know what the budget tells me my balance is. And those should match. What that tells me is I've accounted for every transaction. And if those are not matching, or if I don't have the information on one, I only have it from the other, then I f- I'm not really sure. Did I capture everything or not? So this, as far as I can tell, this software does not have a balance, an actual balance based on your spending that's connected to your account. Again, your accounts are connected because it allows you to download transactions, but you don't have an actual balance to the tracking of your account. Whereas YNAB for each account, it gives you a tracking form, a ledger, where all the transactions are listed with a balance, a cleared balance, a working balance. So this one's not as rich as that. This one is a lot more basic. Mm -hmm. And I I find that it to be a real big con because the only way I know I'm on track is if I can match the balance of my checking account or any account to my budget account. That's right. 
So uh, again, we're going to have to mention it one more time. You can't see the whole year or a multi-month view at one time, which will tend to lock people into thinking one month at a time right. about their money. Um, and, and that's just a frustration with most of these softwares for Leo and I, because we really want you to be able to, to project out a little bit and look yeah. at your whole year and think, okay, what am I planning to do? Not just today, not just this month, but for the entire year. So that's again, a con that you just need to be aware of. And I think this is interesting. I don't think it's the end of the world, but you can only have one budget mm -hmm. set up per every dollar account. Yeah. And so if you if you have the free version, great. You have a free one. You manually track your expenses. You, you don't have, have to connect it to features. another email. Right. You have to connect it to so another email easy. and then another email and right. then another email. You have four different logins. Uh, if you're like with YNAB, you can set up unlimited budgets. Mm -hmm. And if you have the paid version, it can allow you to do that with each of those budgets. Yes. And so you have all those features. You don't have to pay another you know, I don't know what the number is, but $129, $129 right, per, per year, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so with every dollar, it's one budget. So if you had a business on the side, you couldn't be doing your personal budget and your small business and maybe the nonprofit that you're helping or yeah. building a sample budget for a future, you know, idea that you have, it, it's one budget. And so just be aware of that. I think it's one feature that I understand why they did it that way, but at the same time, it's really nice when you can create multiple budget plans. Yeah, and when you consider the fact that it's not one of the cheaper budget softwares out there. So right. YNAB is cheaper than every dollar. So I, I just think, gosh, if I'm already spending $129 a year, this should be something that I can do. I can have as many budgets as I need to, and I don't understand why they limit it to one, but there are a lot of software out there that do the same thing. So they're not the only ones, but in my opinion, it's one of the, the downsides. Yep. Okay. So now that we've taken the pros and cons, a little bit of the overview, let's just decide, does every dollar fit the four principles of a budget that Leo and I share and teach on this program when we're talking about budgeting? So one, can you assign every dollar of course ahead of time yes i love that it's actually named every dollar and it really does a good job motivating you towards this action absolutely uh two can you arrange every expense into categories yes and it's easy to create those categories it's easy to move them around mm -hmm. i think that it's actually gotten better since it rolled out originally oh, yeah. i think yeah. it was very difficult to do some of this i remember years ago help kind of building one out for the first time and i was like oh this feels clunky mm -hmm. today it's not clunky it's yeah, simple it's much better um and and it's very easy to build those and it motivates you at the beginning it helps you build it so it's kind of easy to use does it allow you to allocate your expenses evenly across multiple months that surplus that rolls over that deficit that rolls over month to month like an envelope system. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. But you have to use the funds. That's the language from the software. You have to be aware of those funds and you have to build it into each category. Um, it can, and, and we, Leo, as Leo, as we, when we went through and did that, it was actually a little bit yeah. tricky. It took a little while for us <laughs> to work through it and figure out, well, how does it affect the following month? And literally had to go back and, and had like reset the month at the bottom when you scroll down at every month's budget if you scroll to the bottom you can hit reset and then it accepts the previous months so i was making changes and it like wasn't working i'm like what's going on here yeah. so it took a little it bit of work even for us to go mm -hmm. through it i would say they probably have some training some things that you can go through to really get the full uh knowledge of how to use it mm -hmm. for us it we think 
I personally think that an app is only as good as it's easy to implement. That's true. And I think if you have to go and learn about it and study it and figure out how to move stuff around, then most people will kind of quit there. Mm -hmm. So if it's not intuitive, it's not easy to use, uh, it's kind of a hindrance. So I think in this case, they did make the feature, but they just made it a little bit hard to implement. Yeah, agreed. And I just didn't think it was necessary. I think they should have just... It's just been automatic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, I like that. So then we'll allow you to adjust as necessary. And this is a yes. Uh, the tracking is a fairly smooth feature in this. Especially if you're paying for it. Especially if you're paying for the premium. Um, definitely better than most Excel tools for sure. Uh, and, and so the ability to import those transactions and you to be able to make changes to your categories as new income increases or as you change your goals, it lets you adjust as necessary. So every dollar hits every one of the four principles. Yep, it's great we app. do recommend it. We do think that it's motivating and simple. Uh, now at the end of this series, we're going to look at the Excel sheet, YNAB, every dollar, Mint, and we're going to do some, and every one that we look at, we'll compare and we'll come out with our ultimate recommendation. But I'll just tell you right now, you can't go wrong with every dollar. No, it'll it allow works. you to accomplish what we hope you will through your financial plan. That's right. That's right. So that's great. Well, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode and that it's been a benefit for you personally. I hope that you're exploring some software that if you've never used software that you're maybe trying to move your Excel sheet into a software to try it. Doesn't mean you're going to love it. Doesn't mean you have to do it forever, but try something new. See if it fits. See if tracking on your phone is a little bit easier. Uh, learn how to do this. Now, if you're married, make sure that you're learning together and that there's unity in this. Don't don't nerd out on the software and leave your spouse behind. That will cause more problems than it will help. Make sure that whatever you're doing, you're doing together. But if you enjoyed this episode, please go rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Uh, Android has so many great ways to access this content. Mm -hmm. uh, you can do it on Spotify. You can do it on CastBox, wherever you're listening make sure you subscribe hit the heart the plus button leave a comment that helps other people find the show in those platforms and you can share this podcast on your favorite social media platform if you are an every dollar nerd or enthusiast <laughs> share this one on facebook uh, if you're a ynab enthusiast share the ynab episode and and highlight why you love ynab get their name out there ynab deserves to be recognized every dollar deserves to be recognized yeah they're doing a great job getting money right deserves to be recognized no. <laughs> yeah don't don't hesitate to share what's working in your life when i asked the question on our survey you know what software are you using on facebook we got over a hundred responses in one day give or yeah. take maybe it's a day and a half yeah People want to know what's working for other people. This is yep. important. So share You'd be helping this. other people. You're going to help somebody <laughs> else by sharing this and sharing what tool you use. And if you have a, 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 an Excel sheet that you use and you love, share that. You know, clear out your, your private information, but share your tool on social yep. media. Say, hey, this is what I've been using. I hope it can benefit you as well. Help other people. Connect them to the leosabo.com resources page and show them how they can download the free creating a budget tool an annual budget tool. If they go through that yearly budget, it will really help. And, and there's videos that explain how to build it. Mm -hmm. So you can really equip somebody else. Be, I'd say save these tools somewhere because at some point in your life, there will be somebody who asks you for help. And we want to be able to equip and resource you to help that person. Right. 
All right, then uh, check out the show notes on leosabo.com. You can go through and see kind of everything that we talked about. It's concise. It's easy to read. You can get all the content and more resources, again, at leosabo.com. Come over and check out stewardshippastors.com. This is my website where I help pastors and spiritual leaders understand biblical principles on finances and apply that A, for their church, but B, to help their congregation learn how to walk this out with a biblical worldview. Uh, There's the book, Jesus on Money, that will be coming out soon. I've gotten actually a couple of requests of like, hey, where is it? How close are we? And and I can tell you, I've been taking a a master's course at the King's University this past semester, and it has slowed down the book writing a little bit. And I do apologize for that, but I can tell you that with all of the books that I've had to read, it's only improving the Jesus on Money book as I make some new edits and I shift some things around. So it's coming, it's looking good. I'm excited about it. I really do believe it's going to help people um, get a really strong view on the spiritual and the heart motivation behind money. Not just the practical, but what's the heart? What's the motivation? And then there's tons of videos and resources out there. Uh, And I just want to say, we love spending time with you and we look forward to having you join us next time. So that together... We can keep getting money right. This, as far as I can tell, this software does not have a balance, an actual balance based on your spending that's connected to your account. Again, your accounts are connected because it allows you to download transactions, but you don't have an actual balance to the tracking of your account.